welcome to the Mompreneurs and More podcast. This is the show for ambitious mompreneurs who want to grow their side hustle into a full-time income. I know what it's like to have a 9 to 5, raise young kids, have a husband, trying to find some time for self-care and with all of that still want to start your own business. My name is Roxana Blair. I'm a coach for busy moms starting their own online business without the overwhelm and without being online 24-7. And I tell you, if I can do it, so can you. Why? Because we are capable and qualified. If you're ready to learn how you can grow your side hustle into a full-time income, then keep on listening. The Mompreneur and More podcast will help you to avoid all the pitfalls and give you the tools you need to become that successful mompreneur you are dreaming of becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mompreneur and More podcast. Thanks for joining me again. I'm really happy that you guys are listening all the time and every week. This week, we have another guest. I'm super excited that this week I can announce that we are having a guest, and our guest is called Grace Nelson. Actually, is that still your last name? She recently got married. I did, yes. I recently. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. I recently did get married in October of last year. I have officially changed my name, but Grace Nelson is still my brand name. Okay, okay. So hi, welcome everybody. Welcome Grace Nelson to the podcast. Grace Nelson is also a coach, an online coach, business coach, and so much more. She's also a mommy and a mompreneur. I will get into it. So Grace Nelson, first, introduce yourself to the audience. Well, firstly, thank you, Roxana, for having me as a guest on your exciting show. I've just seen you go from strength to strength, and it's an absolute honor to be here talking with you, having a juicy conversation with you and uh, with your audience as well. So like Roxana um, introduced, I am a business and mindset coach, and I support women in corporate to start and grow their own online businesses while still in a nine to five. So the methods and strategies I teach are very much around um, how to leverage your small pockets of time. And they focus partly on strategy and mindset. But now I've moved more into the realm of energy work. So the whole energetics, because that's a big part when it comes to business that not many coaches were talking about before. So I kind of go deep into that within my specialism. Um, so I've been doing this gig, let's just call it a gig, <laughs> as it were, for since, really since 20, where are we now? Well, over the last five years, I've been really going um, deeper and deeper into my coaching work. Um, and I do this around a nine to five as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not the type of coach that bashes nine to fives, but I do support my clients to establish a good exit plan if they so wish to leave their nine to five. I love my nine to five because I'm actually delivering some fantastic projects there, some really projects that are huge and transformational. They're over, um, you know, between one million to two million pounds as well. And they're going to change lives of young people. So I'm excited (laughs) about that. Uh, The biggest project I'm delivering is an innovative youth hub that is going to be different to others. So watch this space as more reveals was revealed on that one um so 
in 2020, I had my first daughter. I've only got one child at the moment, but God will bless me with many more to come. But I have my first. Yes, amen to that. Be careful um, what you pray for. <laughs> pray for me, twins, twins. <laughs> People say I'm mad, Roxana, but yeah. I would love twins. Call it uh, a day after. I, good luck. <laughs> I have two now and like I'm I'm done. I'm yeah. just done. I, I'm, That's what everyone says. <laughs> um, I don't know how people do it with four, know. five, and six children. I'm like, I no. don't know, but I salute them. But anyway, I, I digress. So um <laughs> my beautiful daughter, Liza Ray, she turned three in July at the time of this episode. And so I'm I'm juggling wearing many hats I know I play many different roles and it's an embodying the identity of the person I want to show up in every single area of my life so that's kind of me in a snapshot Roxana okay well that's a big snapshot thank you for introducing <laughs> yourself I mean even I forgot to say Grace was also one of my first coaches in this online space Yay. And um, we've stayed connected, we've stayed in touch. And there's so much to do, as she said, with energy. Mm -hmm. I really believe everything is energy because yes. I know it in myself when I don't feel good. And it can even throughout the day go up and down, up and yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. it goes all which way and you just, <laughs> you never know, but it, it affects everything I do. It affects how I show up online. If I show up online, mm -hmm. it affects how I talk to people, how I connect even with my own husband. So it affects so many things. And, you know, because especially as women, as moms, there's so many influences and so many responsibilities. So you need to somehow control that energy so that you get the best out of it. But how do you talk to people, train people, coach people when it comes to your energy work? So that's a great question. And before I actually delve into that, I just want to say Roxana was an amazing client because she was an example of a woman that leads herself first. She showed up, she did the work and the results speak for itself. So <laughs> do you know what? Thank you, Roxana, just for being you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So with the energy work then, um, so how I link it to is self-image. So using the example of somebody who wants to start off in business, because business is all about relationships. People buy into people. So they need to feel into you. There needs to be that kind of um, alignment, that resonance, as it were. So if you're not feeling confident, you're feeling off, you're experiencing that dreaded imposter syndrome, People will sniff that and smell that yeah. from a mile. Like something's <laughs> off, something's off here. So that's why it's really important to do our daily energy work. And that's really grounding ourselves in who we are. A lot of um, coaches out there, they don't really speak about this, but if you're transitioning from employee to entrepreneur, there's a lot of identity work that you need to yeah. go through. Um, and, you know, within the, the corporate realms, your identity is very much being told what to do. You yeah. do this, you've got your, yeah, you've got your set objective, do this, meet this or else. Okay, it's not that harsh, but yeah, you're always kind of reporting to someone else above you. But being an entrepreneur, the responsibility is very much on yourself. 
So you need to be showing up as that expert authority. And in order to do that, you need to have that energetic authority so that people trust in you. They feel safe with you and they feel that you are a leader. You can lead them to where they are now. And this is so cliched, but lead them from where they are now to where they want to be. Because people want to feel good. They want to feel pleasure. And if you've got something that a process that will take them through that to where they desire to be and you do it in a way that feels aligned you're showing up authentically people will do what it takes to pay for your services now with the identity work because it's all linked to energy and I could talk about this forever Roxana (laughs) so there will be a point where you have to tell me to shut up (laughs) but what I've really been delving into myself over the last couple of years especially over 20 since 2020 since I donned a new role of being a mother as well is self-image. Now, our self-image is held by these invisible structures, which is other people's perceptions of us. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, you might be a middle child. So you, you're always labeled as that middle child. Or maybe when it comes to money, and this is something I was labeled with, you're always labeled as a spendthrift, somebody that spends <laughs> that doesn't really think about the consequences. <laughs> and that just carries on with you as into your adult life and beyond so the one way that you can break through these invisible structures and really kind of own or curate your own self-image is by making one decision and that's not to care about what anybody else thinks Mm -hmm. just showing up and reclaiming your own personal power just having those better feeling thoughts that you are an expert in what you do not because you've been doing it in the online space for x number of years and getting results but because you've got the experience the expertise that you've walked other people through even before you came into the online space or Mm -hmm. it's something that you're passionate about and you know deep within yourself you can help somebody go through a transformation because you've done it personally you've helped other people do it Mm -hmm. whether it's been free or paid that you can really show up and own that. And it takes a lot of energy to do that. So that's why, yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's that's why you need to be doing the work daily. And the work really is just being self-aware, aware aware of your thoughts, any beliefs or blocks that you're currently holding on to and questioning it, interrogate, where did this belief come from? Is it my belief or has someone else impressed that belief upon me? And you'll find that many of the thoughts and beliefs that we hold are other people's opinions impressed Mm -hmm. upon us. You know, oh, you'll never be good with money. You're always spending money, this, that, and the other. So we need to kind of start operating in our own personal power and self-image, like I said, and just reframing our thoughts to ones that make us feel better. Okay, I, um, for example, if you're just starting out in business, you know, you're going to be navigating through new things because your mind can only help you with things that it's already been through. Yeah. So things in the past, anything out there in the future is the unknown realm. So you've never done it before. So why be hard on yourself if you (laughs) haven't got your first client in 30 days in the online space? You've never done that before. So it's just to be easy with yourself, have Reframe things such as, you know, I'm going to experiment today. I'm going to be curious today. I'm going to show up and say this. 
um, or show you up in the energy. Before. Sorry to cut you off. Yes, yes. I think you said it before. I don't know. We were probably, it was maybe I was on your group or something like mm -hmm. that. And you talked about you, your business is just an experiment. You yes. should see it as an experiment. Yes. And that always stuck with me. And I'm like, it is so true because we are being so hard on ourselves yes. and our brain is not trained to go through all of this report through as a yeah. new business owner. Exactly. For our brain, it is just a risk. And mm. it's no, mm -hmm. no, 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 no. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? But if you reframe it and say, well, it's an experiment. We can see. Yeah. We can try. Yeah. It takes the pressure off. Yeah. It takes the pressure off. So, yeah. Is that like the number one thing that you do? Or is what is the number one thing that you do? Let's say, like, what do you do to kind of keep reframing it and not being too hard on yourself, especially as for new business owners? Yeah. So I, I've got a few tools that I use. Firstly is that I meditate every morning. Um, I like to be, every morning when I wake up, I, I have to kind of take back my own energy. So meditating does that and also going for, and I don't do this all the time, I've got to say, not over the last couple of weeks, but I do go for my 5 a.m. walks and listening to a good audio. And that kind of raises my, my frequency and empowers me. So, and with, with these audios that I listen to, you know, different audio books, et cetera, it just helps me to question any thoughts that I was having or experiencing that didn't feel right you know blocks as to why I can't this why I can't do that because let's face it every time we have a fear fear of going live for example and I'm probably Roxana myself we both had those fears yeah I remember when I started yeah you know you just stand, yeah you stand still in life just putting all your energy into what you don't know will happen you know you don't know what's on the other side only until you navigate through it so as soon as you go live and do it, now, you know, we can't get Roxana off the screens because <laughs> <laughs> live is, you know, her second nature now. There's so much magic on the other side. So um, I would definitely encourage you to, if you can meditate, journaling is so good, just to kind of pour your thoughts down, not having any filter, whatever's going on, what's coming up when you're thinking about doing your first live, or actually um, connecting with somebody who you feel might be an ideal client as well. What's coming up? And just reframing those thoughts to a better feeling thought. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. If they said, no, they're not interested, what's going to happen to you? Nothing. You know, through life, we have to take these knockbacks and objections to know how to do it better yeah. if we do want to do it again. So it's kind of just taking away all the, the pressures, invisible structures holding you in place and just trying new things, mm -hmm. experimenting. Oh, this worked, this didn't. And having no kind of um, added feeling to it, you know, being very neutral that, okay, this didn't work, let me move on to this, etc. Yeah. So that's, that's why I would definitely advise. Okay, that's great. And I couldn't agree with you more. A lot of times it's just about trying things out I always say, if you don't do it, if you don't go for it, if you don't take action, you will never have the feedback that you need to yes. see whether or not things work, whether or not things work in your life, whether or not things work for your business. Yeah, like, exactly. For other people, Instagram might work or TikTok might work or 
social media is just like mm, no for other like for me right now in this stage what works for me is reels i can just record a million at one time and then yeah. i'm done recording for the month but yeah for other people they just don't like reels mm -hmm, they like mm -hmm. more written content it's just you have to keep trying and see yes. what works for you exactly. I, I couldn't agree with you more on that place so and um for you as you are also a mompreneur how do you i always ask this question to everybody okay yes yeah. uh really ultimate mompreneur combination of nine to five being a mom being a wife doing all the things for your business for your family how do you combine it without having a burnout <laughs> i know i know <laughs> and thank god i haven't uh, experienced the burnout so for me, it's very much about prioritizing in my yeah. life. So I have certain tools in place just to help me have a semi-structured routine. I don't mm -hmm. like rigid routines because, you know, you, you're going to have curveballs. For example, mm -hmm. if Eliza Ray's not feeling well, she can't go to nursery. You know, it's going to affect some of the other things that I'm doing. So by having that semi-structured routine, I know what I'm doing for one point to another point. So I start my day as early as I can. So 5 a.m. is like the, the golden nominal number. Uh, sorry. I forgot you're part of this 5 a.m. club. <laughs> and I only do that because Eliza Ray wakes up at 6.30. So I need that kind of hour and a half buffer. You to, know, uh, so, like, I, I'm not there yet. I, I'm not part of the 5 a.m. <laughs> Maybe I will be one day, but now it's like... Join us, join us, all of you. <laughs> whenever I am up, I'm up. Because, yeah, you're yeah. waking up with a baby in the middle of the night. I know, I know. Yeah, your circumstances <laughs> are different. So having that structure. So what I do is I kind of map my day out um, the day before. So in terms of the three things that I would love to achieve. And I keep it quite short. I, yeah. I kind of encourage my audience when starting out to keep it to one thing so that you're not yeah. overstretching yourself. Yeah. But I yeah. like to do free because I like to stretch myself a bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so wake up at five and I've got an accountability partner where we check in at five to make sure each other's up and we set our intentions for the day. And I've got to say, sometimes she's slipping, she's slipping. <laughs> Um, and then I go about my day before coming back to get Eliza ready for nursery at eight. Now, I, I don't work well with split energy. So I'm very much within my nine to five. I focus on my nine to five. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I've got meetings, I need to prep for meetings. I'm very much in the zone so I can show up as best I can. And then if I, I can leverage my lunchtime to work on my business, but more so I use my evenings to work on my business. And I have themed evenings just to keep me, um, to keep everything structured. For example, because I've started listening more to my body. And, and one thing I should say, uh, Roxana, is that I am currently experiencing, and I call it an experience because everything in this life is, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. So it's mm -hmm. a, a chronic um, condition which affects the joints. So I do, tend to get and it's quite frequent swelling of the joints inflammation yeah, of the yeah. joints I know yeah that, uh, my aunt has that yeah 
Okay, yeah. So it's it's not an easy uh, condition to navigate through. So I'm listening more to my body and I'm finding that my energy depletes towards the tail end of the week. Okay. So well, mainly between, say, Wednesday and Thursday. So what I tend to do is do all my client calls and coaching in the first half of the week, Monday to Tuesday, because I'm showing up high energy buzzing. And then towards the latter half of the week, I'm doing my own personal development. I'm in a mastermind myself. So it's just me sitting, listening to the coach or doing some content creation, you know, things I could do behind the scenes that doesn't need the best of me. And for you as well, you know, it will work differently for you depending on, you know, your energy might kind of peak yeah. at the end of the week because, you know, it's the end of the working week. It's time to, you know, the weekend's ahead of you. So it's listening to your body, being in tune with your body. And it takes a while to get into that rhythm. But by having those structured routine, you know, from waking up to fitting everything in and, you know, working closely with my husband as well. So it can't, for me, our routines need to complement each other. Mm -hmm. uh, before it was all about me, but I've learned to compromise and factor in his routine. <laughs> So I know he now knows that Wednesdays and Fridays he can do his things because the other days, you know, I'm doing my thing as well. Yeah. And he gets Saturdays as well. So we, we work well as a team in that respect. So we can show up and do our individual businesses. He does a lot of live streaming. He's a DJ that oh, live yeah. streams. So he does it. Yesterday he did a five hour stream. Oh, wow. Which was <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, didn't nip to the toilet once. I don't know how he did it. Um, but, yeah, so things like that are going on in the background. But I would definitely say to prioritise, because we always talk about, oh, we're not disciplined enough. But it's not that we're not disciplined enough. We're, not, we're just not prioritising the things that we desire to do enough. Yeah. So once we bump that up to the top of the list, we'll start to see shifts and changes. And... Um, you know, that's why I'm really very much all for the mantra of just one thing, one mm -hmm. thing that you could do today yeah. that will make your life easier or better, you know, or transform the life of another person, just one yeah. other person. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. I remember we were also reading that book, The One Thing. Yes. And um, it really, really is so important that you don't like for every especially new mompreneurs out there don't try to make a to-do list of 10 things yeah. because it's yeah. not going to happen and i have seen it in the past where i'm trying to make like a nice to-do list and mm -hmm. do it makes you feel more negative because you didn't reach it however if you focus on what really will move the needle that is what's important not oh having 10 things, 20 things on your list and then ticking them off. And then, oh my God, I couldn't tick them all off. Oh, the stress, oh, the, yeah. you know, being down on yourself. So really focus on one thing, prioritizing, prioritizing, prioritizing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Roxanne. I mean, can chip away at you. I used to make those long to-do lists, you know, and to me, they look pretty on paper, but, you yes. know. <laughs> When you're not accomplishing anything, my gosh, it's, it's a lot to take on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> couldn't agree more. Oh, man. Um, so, and about online coaching, the mm -hmm. online space, 
how do you feel about, you know, especially as a mompreneur, being visible pretty much all the time and having a child, be having your child visible or not? That's, I always say mm -hmm. it's up to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you deal with like constantly having to be visible? So in the beginning, I would say that there was a lot of fear or reluctance to be visible um, because there was this idea that you had to be polished, the way you look polished, you know, wear makeup, <laughs> done up to the high heavens, uh, you know, just to switch on the live button. But as I've grown and evolved as a coach and I've attracted my tribe, you know, I'm very comfortable now just showing up as I do, as me, because this is authentically me. You know, I don't wear lots of makeup or have my eyelashes done, uh, although I might need to, um, <laughs> or my eyebrows. So I'm very comfortable just showing up, popping on and sharing wisdom, because I always think, you know, one person out there might need your advice or for you to say something today that will change their life forever. So I always go, um, you know, wake up with that, that thought and feeling. So I, I feel it's an it's a evolving process, I would say, to, to feel comfortable being visible. Mm -hmm. But visible doesn't always mean showing up every single day because, you know, and Roxana's also alluded to before that you can show up doing a live stream or with your written content you know people can still feel your energy behind that or sometimes you know the imprint that you've left just with one content that you posted a week ago can still have that kind of energetic input that people can suddenly stumble across that and think my mm. gosh this has resonated okay <laughs> let me slide into our dms and start the conversation so you're kind of planting seeds that will stand or last the test of time. Um, and when I show up, I kind of want to create an experience, you know, just yeah. as Roxana is, you know, I want people to feel good, feel safe and have that overwhelming feeling that I am a leader and an expert in what I do. So I show up and do lies about different um, areas of my business, uh, as well as show behind the scenes and show a bit of my lifestyle as well. Now, of course, Eliza Ray, and my husband are part of my lifestyle, but my husband's not comfortable with me sharing her online. So I, I've navigated another way around doing so, where I only show like the back of her head or kind of yeah. like glimpses that you can't see. Just show people that, yes, I am a mom, you know, I'm a wife, I'm, um, you know, a family, I was gonna say family man, family woman. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, this is me, but still respecting my husband and, you know, his wishes as well on that front. Yeah. So it's kind of just tapping into, okay, what parts of you do you want to show? You don't have to show all of you because you need to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people, let's face it, people love that whole kind of reality TV, yeah. you know, that's why it's a trillion, <laughs> trillion dollar industry. They want to feel closer to you. So yeah. it's how can you do that in a way that feels comfortable without being too vulnerable? Yeah. It's finding that balance for you. And I found that balance by showing little snippets of my, um, my lifestyle, my family, without kind of exposing too much and going against my husband's wishes, mm -hmm. uh, so to speak. Oh, yeah. That's such a big thing also. Yes. 
people who are with partners who are not in the same, well, I mean, not your husband is a DJ, so he's kind of in the same area. Yes, yeah. Um, my husband, he's like not into social media like at all. <laughs> he logs into like Facebook or Instagram maybe once a year. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, dealing with That's the differences. That yeah, yeah, dealing with the differences when it comes to how you, yeah, manage your life, your mm -hmm. your, I don't know, your energy as a partner, as a um. Yeah, you still like I think your family, your partner, your your marriage. That's always number one. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you want to grow your business. Yeah. So that's yeah. How do you deal with that? I think for me, and it's with all relationships. It's just about having those ready conversations. Yeah. And just being very clear, open, and transparent. So he made it clear because of the how social media is with the hacker. My account got hacked, by the way. My Instagram yeah. account got hacked. <laughs> and uh, they've done that terrible thing where I have to show um, just a video selfie of my face, hmm. which I've done a million times and oh, I still no. don't recognize it's me it's a joke um, but yeah so he's made it very clear that he doesn't feel uh comfortable with Eliza Ray being shown because people take images of other people's children yeah. post new accounts and, and do all sorts and I get that because yeah. social media can be used for good and it can be used for bad so yeah. I respect his wishes but I also want to do it so that we come to a compromise. Okay, mm -hmm. I won't show her face, but you know, I will do things that, and I did a mm -hmm. reel the other day, which kind of showed little snippets of her without wholly focusing on her mm -hmm. face. So it's just about compromising. Firstly, yeah. having the conversation, be very open, transparent, and then compromising and trying to find some middle ground on that yeah, front. That's true. Just communicating. I always say, if you get out, it's nobody's gonna know. Our yeah. husbands, our my, our partners, they can't read my yeah. Exactly, exactly okay. that. So yeah, I couldn't agree more. And um, another thing in your business, what would you say has been the most successful? Or successful, of course, can be different things to different people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, what has been the thing that you have done in your business to make it grow or to really get some new clients or to really sell a program or a book or a live or a webinar? What type of thing have you done that really works for you? I think for me, it's really been understanding who my audience is and connecting with their aspirational de desires. Mm -hmm. So I used to read, and this is the way I was taught initially, and it's, it's no kind of shame on the coaches that taught me, but to focus on just their pain points, their frustrations. Mm -hmm. And I found that I was speaking to women who were more in victim mode oh, yeah. <laughs> and they needed saving. So I wasn't attracting the right clients and you know yeah. when they were coming they they wanted hand holding right through to the end and that <laughs> took a lot of energy yeah. <laughs> um yes yeah, so yeah Sam's probably been going through the same experiences before so now I speak to the aspirational identity because when I buy that's what piques my interest it's yeah. taking me to the vision of where I desire to be even if it's just seeing them mm -hmm. and how they are you know 
a, a well-lit uh, apartment or house going on holiday you know whatever it is whatever attracts you if you can sort of see yourself in their shoes mm-hmm. there's some sort of alignment something resonates there so it's when I switched how I was speaking or who I was calling out to that's when I started to unlock clients that were happy to pay the higher price you know moving from 500 uh, pounds for a program to 2,500, for example, more than happy to do so. Um, and also, my I enjoy creating content. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I do create a lot of content. Some people might think that it's on a daily basis because <laughs> <laughs> we can't stop. But I enjoy creating it. I like to show mm-hmm. up on my stories. I'm now dabbling in TikTok as well and LinkedIn. But my content now, because it's kind of designed in a way that's speaking to clients who are looking to move towards a better future, they don't want to see themselves in the same position in the next six months. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to call those people out just by understanding the psychology of what they're going through, because it's something that I've been through, or maybe it's something I'm currently going through as well, to speak their language, to call them in. So... I'm connecting with people on a deeper basis. I'm calling them into my free uh, Telegram community that I've recently launched as well. And just deepening those relationships and also not um, carrying any kind of, um, not not really focusing on is it going to be a sale or not? It's kind of relationship Uh, first. Yeah. That's a big one. I think I know the sales always comes in time depending on their situation. Yeah, that, that's so good. I think a lot of times people are too focused on the outcome of yes, a, a, the money part alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or even I, I would say sometimes people are really focused on the vanity metrics alone. Yes, yes. And it happened to me so many times where posts have done really successful where I thought this is not really one of my stronger posts but it's just something that I was called to talk about and I Mm -hmm. talk about it and some posts have not gone been successful according to the vanity metrics but then people still send you a dm yes yeah yeah so sometimes I think you know a good thing you mentioned is really not focusing solely of course you have to focus on something some numbers some metrics because you're running a business but you cannot focus on how many sales alone or how many likes or how many comments mm-hmm. alone because I think it all works as a yeah how do you say that it all works together yeah it does it does yeah and I have to hold my hands up but I used to kind of be all about the vanity metrics like oh my gosh and I've only got a certain number of followers and I only got two likes on this post and I poured my whole self into that post where this post has got (laughs) thousands of likes (laughs) so you never know but you know what I'm finding is that the educational posts they do get less likes because you know people bind to people like I said in the beginning they want to feel that human connection so if you're showing you you know Roxana going to a spa with her friend you know people love that it makes them feel good video is always number one yeah yeah (laughs) people absolutely love that rather than oh here are my free tips to blah 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 so mix it up you know have more personable 
uh, posts as well. Um, I can't remember what the question was, Rick, so I'm <laughs> No, that was it, like not focusing on yes. metrics alone. Being of service, that's yeah. it. Be of service. And that's where you see the sales come in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great tip. And I just want to, as we round up, um, first off, do you have anything else that you want to share with the audience before we round up? Yeah, I would love to share one of the the mantras that kind of every day I wake up is the first thing that comes to my mind. And that is nothing changes if nothing changes. Oh, yeah. And for a long time, I wrapped my brain thinking, what, what, what does this mean? <laughs> like, you know, why does this keep speaking volumes to me? But if you want your reality to change, then you need to change. You need to make some changes. Now, we could go further into this, but you need to change your internal world first. So that's your mm -hmm. thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, and they're going to reflect on your external reality. So start to build up that unwavering faith that you can do it, even if you've never done it before, because your job that you've got right now, you probably have never done that job before, yeah. you know, if you've just gone into it, you know, but you're learning as you go. And it's the same mm -hmm. with business. It's all kind of an evolving process. So it's all about just, you know, changing your habits, your beliefs, going out there with that authority, that decisive action and doing what you can to just seize the day. And, yeah. you know, if you can keep on repeating, nothing changes, if nothing changes, you'll start to see some great shifts. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that one. That's a great one. My pleasure. Oh, so, yeah. Um, I really want to thank you for this conversation. It's so good talking to you and really, learning more about the, the energy work that you do. Um, tell the listeners, where can they find you, social media or any type of thing that you want to share with the audience? Yes, yes, thank you. So I'm on all the social media channels apart from Twitter. Uh, Instagram is at uh, Grace Nelson, CEO. And all my other channels are quite similar, TikTok, Facebook and LinkedIn. And they're all going to be in the notes below as well. Um, I'm also hanging out in my free community over on Telegram, which is like the um, the rival of WhatsApp, as it were. So yeah. and that group is called Self-Illumination. And again, that looks really at your self-image. You know, how can we really reclaim our personal power every single day? And I drop weekly wisdom codes in there and deliver weekly trainings. Okay. Um, and also, I would love to gift your audience with my free guided exit plan book. Just if you're thinking, whether it be this year, next year or whenever, thinking of making the transitional steps to moving, transitioning into your own business, this is the perfect guide to start positioning yourself to do that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'll drop the link to that as well. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Listeners, again, uh, this was Grace Nelson. Follow her on all the platforms. Make sure you get all that you need. She's really as I said, I worked with her, so I know she's a good coach. I still connect with her, and I know you will get something out of it. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Mompreneur More podcast. I trust that you got something out of it, and now you're ready to take action. Book a free one-to-one -one private sales call with me so that we can go over what your next step will be in this online entrepreneur journey. 
My links are in the bio and also don't forget to rate and review this podcast so that more mompreneurs will be able to find it. Thank you.